Shohini lost her mom when she was 10 years old and her dad when she was 20. She realizes that from a very young age, she had to understand and take responsibility for a lot of things that other people her age do not have to. She also recognizes that she reacts to things differently because of her situation. If you are enjoying the podcast, can you please leave a rating and review? I'd really appreciate it. And now, Shohini's story. Hi, this is Beth. Welcome back to the Daughters Without Moms podcast. Today I have with me Shohini, and she is originally from India, but is currently in Berlin, Germany, So, which she had to verify for me. I'm going to be completely honest. Geography is not one of my strong points, but um, so she has a, a, a story that to share with us today, not a story, it's her journey. So um, as it goes, I'm going to turn the mic over to Shohini and let her tell her story. And then I'll come back with a couple of questions at the end. So thank you so much for being here today. We're looking forward to hearing your story. Yeah, hi, um, I'm Shohini. I'm a 23-year-old girl and doing my master's. I'm in Berlin currently, so I shifted here recently. Um, I'm originally from India. Kolkata is my hometown. And... Uh, this is my story of uh, a lot of things, a lot of people whom I have lost. And uh, yeah, so uh, when I actually kind of think about my current life or childhood, um, I have realized that I have sort of become indifferent towards this death thing. Uh, since like I have lost so many people, I have been very cold or indifferent towards it. Um, so uh, like starting this this whole uh, death chapter uh, started when I lost my dadai. Dadai is my grandfather's brother. So I lost him when I was seven years old. Um. But at that point of time, uh, like, obviously, I was upset. I was sad because we were really close. But at that point of time, I had my mom, I had my dad, I had my grandparents. So I had that protected shield, protected shade. And any kind of emotions or any kind of rough thing, it would all come to me as a filtered, in a filtered way. So it was like, like I have this protection. I, I don't have to exactly see or feel the real thing um but then i lost my mom when i was 10 years old and that kind of uh, changed my life so uh, it started when uh, it, she was suffering from brain tumor so it started when uh, she was diagnosed uh, when i was 3 years old and um, um the like i was very small to understand i was very, i was a kid at that point of time i was very small to understand stuff to understand thing but i like my mom i remember she used to tell me she used to make me understand that this is the situation you have to be a good girl you have to be a brave girl and i promise that i'll come back um it was, I, I don't remember all the things which happened when I was three years old or four years old. 
but I do remember that uh, it was my first day of school and uh, my father was there, my grandfather was there, but my mom was not there because uh, she was hospitalized at that point of time and she was going through a surgery. But uh, when she was diagnosed first, she, she got better, she was okay. Um, but uh, then she was again diagnosed with brain tumor when I was around eight years old. And uh, that kind of uh, didn't go well. And I lost her after two years. Um, about my mom, I will say that uh, I, I don't really have so many memories with her. Um, I don't remember so many things. I never really got the chance to know her. But uh, it's like uh, there are few things which I still remember, which are still there with me. Uh, few things which she told me. Um, like... Uh, I remember she used to tell me that uh, if uh, if you if you feel that you are alone or if you feel that you are lonely, just remember there is God and and He's just within you, so you don't have to fear anything. He's just there. So that was uh, that, I still remember that. I remember when my dadai passed away. She told me that when people pass away, uh, when they die and uh, in a very um, not not at the point of time when we they expect to die it's because uh, god needs them because they are beautiful and good people that's why god needs them so um, like after the first operation after the first time she was diagnosed till the second time we had a lovely time both my parents were working. I never really got the time with my parents, but whenever I needed them, they were there. My mom was way ahead of her time. Uh, her thinking, her morals, her values, everything was very, very uh, different than normal people. And it was very uh, way ahead of her own time. So, um, um, it's like, uh, uh, I remember we used to go to vacations and she was the one who used to take all the initiative. She will plan everything, uh, book the tickets, book the hotels, uh, where to go, what to do, every single thing. And we used to go for vacations, though it, it was very, like maybe four or five times, uh, but those were lovely. Um, so coming back to when she died, um, so I, I, was, I was 10 years old and I still remember uh, the last day, the night before she passed away. It was very, very different and very weird for me. Uh, it was like, um, I knew that something is off. I knew that uh, something is not going to be okay. Uh, but I was uh, just 10 years old. I, I never really understood things um she used to tell me stories every night every single night even after coming back home from work she will tell me stories um she was very tired but then stories was the one main thing which was always there 
so even the night before she passed away she told me uh, a big story which didn't mean anything to me which was very weird and different um and actually that point of time i realized that something is uh, not okay um uh, so i was sleeping right beside her i was just beside her when she passed away it was uh, around 4 4 o'clock in the morning and my dad came to my room and uh, we both realized that she is no more i didn't cry uh, at all i because i didn't realize at that point of time what is happening uh, and i was expecting uh, expecting that she will just get up and she will be like what is happening why are there so many people uh, maybe she is just sleeping uh, but uh, when like was evening when everything was over the rituals were over that point uh, it hit me that she is not going to come back ever again and uh, i cried a little bit but i didn't didn't really give myself that time or space to think about it so when she passed away like i was constantly with my dad and uh, he was uh, he was crying and uh, but i i was like you 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 should be strong why are you crying it's fine it's fine we'll figure it out and uh, my grandparents my grandfather came my grandmom didn't because she was not okay at all uh, both my grandparents are from my mom's side i i don't i never had my grandparents from my dad's side so both of them are from my mom's side um so my grandfather came and uh, he wanted me to uh, go with him and stay there but my dad was like i have my school here my um friends here so i should stay here exactly here and i never wanted to go and stay with my grandparents um my mom passed away just 12 days before my birthday um so it was a uh, it was not okay and i still whenever every year before my birthday obviously i do celebrate my birthday in my own way but it's there that uh, she passed away just 12 days before that um i had my uh, final exams uh, in the end of the month and uh, i was not really ready to give those exams but uh, my grandfather was like she should and she should go for it um and i think that was the beginning of the whole journey where i understood that i need to be brave no matter what comes you you should you have to carry on like people will die uh, people won't be there for forever but you have to go on with your own life it's you at the end of the day you have to continue surviving um so after that uh, from uh, like from my uh, 11 years to 20 years i lost my dad when i was 20 so this whole gap my father was there and uh, he was he was the best like obviously we had our share of fights and uh, i never really agreed with him there were so many difficulties 
and with understanding each other but he was there like a rock solid pillar and uh, i mean obviously like he he um he was like while he was raising me he went through a lot um i mean um, going through all sorts of uh, my childness my teenage attitude or any weird sort of questions my anger and i was very adamant and i'm still still i'm a very adamant person so going through all of that uh, um it was it was a big task for him but he did really well so um when when uh, after my mom passed away um i was with my grandparents for a short period of time uh and at that point of time my grandmom i used to call her di uh di asked me all sorts of question what happened what was she going through and i was not ready to answer any of that because i lost my mom i know she lost her daughter but then i i i was not in that space um so uh, we went for a vacation also to change uh, the whole mindset but it never really worked it never does um i um i so about like from childhood till 10 years i i don't really have those memories with my mom but you know uh, there are few things which suddenly just comes to my mo- mind like i remember we used to sing together uh at 10 pm at night when everything is done we are done with our dinner we are going to sleep my dad has already um uh, in his mid sleep and we are singing we are just singing loudly uh we used to do that and then um, whenever i used to paint something anything rubbish i would come to my parents and show them and they were like oh, you have you have done so well you are like a picasso but yeah i know it was shit but um they always praised me uh, so those memories uh, are there and i remember my mom uh, i in my house i have so many albums photo albums um but very few of those albums have pictures with with my mom because my mom used to click the pictures like all the all the uh, very different moments uh, every single time she was with her camera clicking pictures of all the moments so yeah i i never really got to know her i still don't know what was her favorite color or what she used to do when she was a child or how she dealt with her problems nothing um but i've realized one thing that as i'm growing up um i'm kind of becoming like my mom um i i never really liked reading books uh, when i was a kid she used to tell me you should start reading books you should and she used to love reading books um but i never never wanted to read any book as you just flip through magazines and like yeah i'm done with it i'm not reading any book but just after my mom passed away i started reading books and till now i have a big bookshelf full of books and i read books like a bookworm so that is there so many things which she wanted i didn't do at that point of time but now 
I feel like without even giving any effort, I'm doing those things. I'm kind of becoming like she wanted me to. She always used to tell me that uh, whatever you become, doctor, dancer, engineer, whatever, first you need to be a good human being. You have to be kind to other people. So that is, those things are still there. Though uh, kindness is, uh, I don't know, it's in, in my situation, it was very rare from my family um, but yeah when whenever I, I have like uh, been kind to some other people or have been there for someone it feels so nice it feels just it feels so warm so yeah so um, throughout my school my um, I in my parent teachers meeting my dad was the one who used to come um, when I was uh, in my junior school, I never really questioned that why is my dad there and why is my mom not there when uh, my friends used to come along with their mom. As I was, as I was growing up, uh, I had all those weird questions that uh, you are going, my mom is not coming. So why is that? And uh, they never scolded me. They, uh, they told me that this is the reason, this is the situation. You have to understand that. Um, I remember this one time, I, I I was in class four, I guess, and I came back from school and I was crying uh, because I had this class teacher and she was not really nice to me. Um, I was, I was not, I was not a good student because uh, like I was, if, if like six years old, seven years old kid need a parent uh, who can just be there or guide them or just be there. I I never had that. My parents were busy or uh, my mom was sick and my dad was busy with her. So never had that. And I was not really good with studies. So in my uh, junior school, I remember I had this class teacher who was always kind of taunting me with my studies. So one day I came back home and I was crying and I was like, I'm not going to school again. I'm not going. Um, my parents, they were like, what happened? What is your problem? They didn't scold me. They were not like, you should go from tomorrow. What is this behavior or anything? They were very understanding. And uh, my father went to school and he talked to the class teacher. So, yeah, uh, these are very small things. But uh, when I listen to my friends that their parents did this or did that, and I just have all these memories to hold on to. I, have, I just have these memories to look back and to think that, my parents were different and my parents were very supportive and understanding. Even though there are many, many parts of me which are not really satisfied with them. But yeah, they were great. So yeah, as I was uh, growing up, um, I, I was a very responsible person, always. Very understanding, very responsible. Uh, I understood things like uh, not exactly, but I knew that I have to adjust to this. I have to be like this. So yeah, I was very responsible. Um, I never cried in front of my dad, maybe twice I did, 
but I never did uh, because and and I never really wanted to show that weak side. Uh, though constantly growing up, I missed my mom every single day. Uh, it like even though like still I do miss her, but it was at that point of time, those teenage days, when it was not okay, not okay for me, um, because. I never had a person to go to, to talk to, to uh, ask what is going on or what should I do in this particular situation. So it was very difficult for me. For example, when I got my first periods, my mom was not around and I didn't know what to do. Uh, though my father was there and he 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 understood everything and uh, but she was not around. And I needed her the most. So, yeah. Uh, even that thing, like even when it comes to family, uh, many small things about family, many small things which my friends do with their own family, I don't relate. I don't understand. I don't know what to do uh, when I am in front of their parents. I don't know how to talk because I never had that. And it might sound very stupid, but um, it's it's just you when you don't have the family, you you can't never really um, get accustomed with those things. So yeah, um, uh, when uh, so years passed by, and uh, like I remember when I was eighteen years old. Um, I was suffering with depression and anxiety. It, it, it was not diagnosed at that point of time, but I was suffering. I was going to therapy. It never worked. It didn't work. And every single day I used to cry, uh, cry a lot, like a baby I used to cry. And uh, uh, I, I, but I didn't talk to my father about it. At, uh, at, at, at that point of time, I was not even close to him uh, because there was this rebel energy within me and I was not uh, agreeing to any of the things which he was saying and every day we were fighting. But uh, he was so, so patient with me. All the time, he was so patient with me. Um, so uh, in COVID, I lost my dad when I was 20 years old. Uh, the COVID started and the uh, uh, first two months, I was not okay. I was uh, in my bed sleeping all the day because uh, depression was, depression is something which I, whenever I think of it, it's just a very dark, very, very bad phase, which I don't want to even think of. It's just super scary. So I was in my bed whole day crying, not eating anything. And uh, my dad was uh, there, just there supporting me. I remember he used to uh, make tea for me every single evening and come to me with biscuits and tea. And we used to gossip, talk about stuff, uh, play games watch movies and in 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 those months few months during covid we bonded a lot um 
but unfortunately i lost him in september and uh, it was very it was a very sudden death um so he was not okay it was just me and my dad and uh, it was not okay um so there were only two options for me either to uh, keep him or to take him to the hospital and i was just there alone i didn't know what exactly to do so the only option was for me to take him to the hospital and i did that and uh, i remember when he was leaving uh, there were also two other person who helped me um i didn't go to the hospital for a stay um i remember when he was leaving he was like uh, mamam uh, mamam he, he used to call me mamam uh, that um, please be okay uh, don't worry i'll come back as soon as possible just eat and uh, be safe and uh, i didn't say anything but i i knew that he's not going to come back uh, i don't know why but this intuition whenever someone is dying it, it's always it's it has always been right i knew that he's not going to come back because i've never seen my dad like that um so he he went to the hospital and things deteriorated after that i was all alone throughout the whole thing my family both my mom's side and my dad's side they were not there my only my grandparents from my mom's side they were there but they were really old and uh, they were constantly there uh, but they couldn't come um the other part of the family they were not there so uh, the whole hospital thing from talking to the doctors uh, paying the bills uh, getting the medicines going to the hospital twice thrice whenever they are calling it was all alone it was me and then again i have to come back and uh, take care of myself eat food and uh, again prepare for like i have to prepare all the bills all the documents which needs to be there because i, I didn't know any of the things where are the other documents where are my um, where are my father's uh, bank statements etc i have to figure out all of it all alone in those 3 4 days then one fine day um the from hospital they called me it was night it was uh, around 11 pm or something they called me i was alone at my home they called me and told me that uh, he's not really okay he might not survive and uh, and i remember i turned out like a robot after that i called my friends i was like he's not going to survive i think i have to prepare myself i have to do this i have to do that maybe also clean the house because people will come and i was talking rubbish and uh, my friends were like you should calm down you have to be okay i was not crying i was exactly like a robot i was running across my room uh, sorting things out uh, keeping the files separated cleaning my house that he is not going to survive people will come i mean that's the least thing to worry about at that point of time but i i was actually thinking of that so uh, in the next morning no call came nothing happened and uh, after losing my mom i lost her it was around 4 4 am 
it was 4 a.m. in the morning. So I thought maybe I lose my dad exactly in the morning. So uh, 4 a.m. Uh, 4 a.m. No, no call came, and uh, till next day evening nothing happened. And I was I was thinking that okay, he might be okay. He will come back. He is fine. Um, so my friends came to my place and we went to uh, went to for grocery shopping. I was just um, outside the grocery store when the call from hospital came that he's no more. And it was in the evening the next day. He's no more. Uh, they told me not to come now because nothing can be done now. You have to come tomorrow morning. Uh, fortunately, thank God my friends were there. Um, I stayed with one of my friends that night. And as usual, I, I didn't cry. I turned turned into a robot. I I called my family that this thing happened, and they were like, "Uh, yeah, this is COVID time. I we don't think we will be able to come." So I was like, "Okay, I don't even expect you guys to come." So yeah, my friends were there. Um, next morning, uh, we went to the hospital. They asked me, "Do you want to see your dad for the last time?" I said, "No, uh, I don't want to remember him that way." And uh, I still, I still think that I made the right choice. I, I, I don't want to. I never wanted to remember him that way. I signed the papers, and they asked me to collect the documents later on. Uh, I came back home. All my friends, their parents came to meet me, and I was not crying. I was talking to them like a very normal day everything is fine and um i don't know why but uh, i was not sad not even sad i just knew that i have to take a lot of responsibility there are so many things i need to sort out there are so many things i have to work out i can't uh, i can't really think of it right now so i remember uh, my one of my friends parents uh, she 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 was like uh, Shohini just cried out just let it be just cry just cry and it's not like I wasn't trying I was trying to think about it but I didn't cry next day I went to my grandparents place my mom's side grandparents place and uh, again I I stayed there for one whole month my grandmom my dee she was really tensed that why is she not crying and she was calling up people that uh, listen she is not crying i don't know what's wrong with her but she is not crying and i don't think she will be okay after this she ha- she has t- turned so cold she is not crying but it's just that people deal with grief in their own way and uh, it's different it, it varies from person to person in my case um, I, I don't cry, especially when it comes to death or whenever I hear that someone is not doing okay or someone is hospitalized, I don't have anything to say. I'm like, okay, everything will be okay. I'm there. Just that. Because I don't know what what to say or how to feel. Um, but then one fine day, uh, things will just come and hit you like anything and you will cry for hours without even knowing what is happening and you will cry your heart out 
but then you know that you have to get hold on to things and you have to keep on surviving you can't let this thing defeat you but this whole uh thing will hit you 100 times throughout your life and it won't be over so yeah crying once and for all it it will never work so yeah um so i was with my grandparents for one whole month and we did all the rituals my grandfather dadu he helped me uh but again my family was not there my father's side they were not there um i came back home and i was super okay i was doing everything perfectly fine and uh, uh when i came back home i was all alone at that place i was living alone i started living alone when i was 20 um and uh, i i i know i remember i came back home and i changed my dad's room completely um because i i didn't want to go to that room and feel that same thing i changed the whole room um like uh, it it was okay i mean there were times uh when i used to cry but it was not that bad uh, most of the times i used to stay with my friends at their place it helped but gradually i started uh, started staying alone most of the times uh, after that uh, life changed completely because when it comes to managing your own house on your own um there are so many little things to know and there are so many little things to take care of and i never knew that those things ever existed i was like okay and i i was i was so naive at that point of time um i never understood uh, this is how things go uh, in a household and uh, there were so many times uh, i failed miserably this one time i went for uh, grocery shopping i paid the uh, paid the cashier the whole amount and i left the groceries right there and came back home i i when i came back home, i was like okay i i didn't get the stuff and i didn't even go there to get it because i thought say maybe um, he won't give me or something and this type of stupid things i have done a lot and i still do so uh but uh, gradually i i i i got accustomed with it and uh, though there were times when it felt like i need to see a human i need to talk to a person there were i had my friends but uh, i i wanted to go out every single day i had to go out because i have to see someone i have to see people around me i have to talk to people right in front of me so i missed that and it felt like the whole house is going to eat me up because it was so so lonely and so quiet at times and um um i used to play a movie or songs and do my own work and not even listen to it because i just wanted to hear a human voice that was not there so um uh, after that from 20 years old to 23 years old um 
it's a it's a big journey and uh, and still there are so many things which when i remember i i don't even know how i did those things how, how where from where did i get the power to even deal with those things so yeah and uh, many of my friends are uh, abroad studying for their masters and uh, um their parents talk about them that they are so proud of them and they they have they are doing things all alone and i mean i don't feel jealous or angry or maybe i do a little bit but i want to shout at them and tell them that do you know when i was 20 years old i had to come back home cook my own food and eat it there was no one to even open the door for me so yeah <laughs> and the worst part is there is no one who will tell me that mamma i'm proud of you whatever you have done it, we are proud of you um even though my friends are like oh, we are super proud of you shoni you are so brave it it doesn't sound exactly the same it there's this void which will never go i know but it's very hard to accept that thing uh unfortunately last year i lost my grandparents as well within a gap of few months and uh, so i lost my grandfather first uh, in march um it was very sudden and this time i didn't even knew that this thing is going to happen last night we talk uh, we had a great conversation and next day he was not there it was a peaceful death but it was very sudden and uh, as always my family was not there i went there i did all the rituals all alone and uh, i'm not saying that i need any kind of uh, uh any kind of um, support or just the way just to someone to tell me that uh, okay you have done a great job but i was all alone there without my parents i didn't have that protected shield uh to protect me from all the grief which is happening um i was there alone doing all the rituals for my grandfather but no one even appreciated the fact that i was there so that whole thing happened and after a few months i lost my grandmom and again i was the one who went there and did all the rituals and no one appreciated so uh after losing my grandparents it it felt all the more lonely because i had them and after losing them it was like okay i don't have a family anymore i uh it's done i'm all alone now um though it was uh, though this feeling though this thought was there from when when my dad passed away but it 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 became all the more real when i lost my grandparents so uh, uh that point of time was very difficult for me but again i didn't cry and uh, like yesterday only when i was uh, writing down things and uh, it just it 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 hit me that uh, you are alone you can't call anyone in your family and no one is there to ask you whether you have eaten whether you are okay and uh, 
when i think of going back to india i don't have any reason to go back because well i don't have my parents i don't have a home there so yeah um after that uh, la- uh, last year only i started planning for abroad and i moved here it's going to be 3 months in september um so uh here i i don't really face those difficulties of living alone making food for yourself or doing every single thing here alone because i have been doing that since the, since the past 3 years but uh, yeah uh i mean there are a few things which just uh, there like uh whenever i we had this group of friends we had this whatsapp group and they used to talk about their parents what they did what stupid things they were talking about or what they did together went for a movie or cooked together and when those messages are coming i'm reading those messages but i don't have anything to say i don't know how to react and i felt like uh, you know i i felt like saying that you know i don't have my parents so just don't uh, say these things but uh, yeah uh, like i i everyday miss my parents i everyday feel that void and uh, i just don't let myself think about it too much because there's no point i mean this will stay throughout my life this this is a, a this maybe this is like a very weird thing to share but uh, i always think that uh, i always want to have a family of my own because i never had one this void obviously will be there uh, not having my parents but maybe i just have this hope that maybe when i have my family of my own it will be a little less i will have a someone to call my family that that is that there is this hope that uh, maybe maybe one day when i have a family this void will be a little bit okay and better there are uh, many memories and many things and uh, there are days when i just want to shout and tell them that i am doing things on my own and i and maybe i don't need that appreciation but whenever people appreciate whenever people are like you are super strong you are so brave it never fulfills the the need or the want that the whole thing um like with every passing day i've become more and more defensive uh whenever a very small minute thing happens i'm like uh, do you know i did this all alone do you know uh you have no idea about my situation and uh, maybe it's not even a big deal maybe it's not even uh, the whole situation maybe it's not even a very big fight or anything but i get super defensive because i have a home there and i have to manage the documents there and i have to manage my life here also so it's like i'm uh, living two lives at a single time it maybe because of that i become more and more defensive and there are there are so many times people have told me that shohini is so rude shohini is so selfish but uh, people don't understand this fact that i never had any other option 
being selfish was the only way I could have survived and I have to do that. And that does not mean that I'm not kind to people. That does not mean that I'm not a nice person, but um, I don't have any other op option. And I will always be selfish when it comes to myself because there's no one to look out for me. There's no one uh, to whom I can just go back and cry and talk. Uh, you are alone, Shohini, you are alone and you don't have a family. Of course, I have great friends. I'm so lucky and I'm grateful that I have those friends, uh, three, four people, but they have always been there. And I know they will always be there. But at the end of the day, they are not my parents. They are not my sisters. They are not my brothers. It's just me in this whole world. So, and when it sinks in, uh, it becomes so much real that uh, it's like, you, you don't know how to deal with it, but you have to. You have to get up in the morning. You have to fight. And uh, after, so after all these years, I've realized that parents, grandparents are only the, those persons who will be there. Even if you like leave them and move forward, when you just look back, they are still there the way you left them. And when I look back, I don't have anyone. My mom used to tell me this thing that when one door closes for you, the other door opens. Always. It will happen always. And after my mom passed away, I stopped believing in God for a very, very long time. And uh, maybe I was angry and I was complaining. But recently again, I started praying and talking, just sharing. And it feels so much nice. Um... I don't have a family. I don't have my parents, grandparents, brothers, sisters, whatever. But I have these amazing friends. And right now where I am doing my masters, most of the credits goes to them because they have supported me. They have managed most of the things which I couldn't. And they are still doing that. I, I think I just have to survive. That's it. <laughs> you, you do have to survive. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, did you, I just shared a video this week about feeling alone. Did you happen to see that? Yeah. And I, you were kind of, I, I felt the same way that you were, what you're talking about, you know, that um, not having your own, anybody from your own family to talk to. Sometimes that's just what I want. I want my sister or, I mean, my mom has been gone for a long time, but it is, it's a, it's a, it's a void that nobody else is going to be able to to fill that. Um, I'm not lonely because I'm blessed with a beautiful family and a great husband and friends. Like, you know, you have great friends. Um, so it wasn't that I'm lonely. I just felt alone, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, I know I have people surrounding me. I mean, even if I share things with them, what can they do? They can be just there listening to me and say that, Shohini, we are here for you. But the pain which I'm feeling, I can't talk about it. They won't be able to relate to it. I can tell you that if you are blessed to have your own family, they do fill up your heart with a lot of love. Yeah, yeah. I hope to. Yeah, a great husband and three beautiful kids. And they're not kids anymore. They're young adults. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I can't imagine my life without them. So. Yeah, 
I hope that <laughs> yeah. I hope that you are able to experience that because it will it I will still bring other times that you'll you know you'll have moments of sadness because you'll wish that your parents would have ever gotten to meet him or your kids or you know yeah. so they that will still be there but your your cup will be filled in different ways from different love and it's yeah, and it's love and it's love that you can't even like describe like my kids have no idea how much I love them <laughs> um and I don't think you will until you become a mom yourself and then that that is the one thing is that I can now like look back at what my mom went through and think man like I just know how much she loved my sister and I. That's right. When you were talking about that, your mom was always the one snapping the photos. I tell you, in her mom brain, she was going, I'm going to document all this. I'm going to yeah. take pictures of all this. So she has it. Yeah. 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 Because that's, that's how mom brains work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she, she just uh, knew that uh, I will be okay. And she knew I was a very emotional child. But she knew that I'm a very understanding as well. And I will be okay. And you are brave, but you have to be more brave. And you will be okay. These things which she told me, like, uh, God is there. And uh, if one door closes, the other door opens. All those things, it was, uh, I don't even remember when she told me. But I just remember her saying those things to me. And those are just there within me. And it will always be there. I'm glad that you have that. And one yeah. of the other things you talked about was um, about feeling angry lately, like that, you know, that you're angry at your situation yeah. and that you have to deal with all this stuff because you have to, because there is nobody yeah. else to do that, which I think is probably a pretty normal feeling giving your, you know, your time span and the age that you are becoming now. And you're looking at other 20th year olds and seeing what they have to deal with. They're not dealing with a house in Calcutta, that's for sure. Um, but I would encourage you to, like you said, you're starting to open up your relationship with God again, which is great. Take everything yeah. to him, but you know, maybe, maybe look into finding somebody professional to talk to, because there's just something about having somebody who is, um, like in a third party, do you know what I mean? That doesn't know anything yeah, that can just listen to your story and, and, you know, maybe give you some tools and things. Um, because I think it's a pretty valid, I, I think anger is probably a really common emotion to be, that you should, should be experiencing, you know? Yeah. Uh, like after my uh, father passed away, I went for therapy. I started my therapy again. And at that point of time, I actually was diagnosed with uh, depression and anxiety. Uh, I was on medications for a year, I guess. Uh, therapy did work a little bit, but uh, I never really opened up with my uh, personal life. It was always related to other people or friends. And it's, it's closed and it's so deep down. Remembering yeah. even it's a task. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, your brain does that funny thing of trying to yeah. shut down memories and stuff when, exactly. when it's traumatic, you know. But I, I mean, now I'm way, I have 30 years on you and I have 40 years of processing the loss of my mom. I can tell you that it's not for everybody, but there is something about, vocalizing your story and sharing your story that just loosens its grip 
a little, like it's got you around the neck and it's like squeezing you, right? And every time it kind of like just loosens a little bit. And I don't know. I mean, for me, I had shame around mine. I don't know why I, I didn't give my mom cancer. I didn't do anything to be a part of her death, but because I knew it made people feel uncomfortable, then I had started feeling shame around it. And then, like I said, you know, you stuff everything down and you, like you said, you hardly even cried. Yeah. 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 If you're stuffing all that stuff down there, eventually it's going to have to come out, but it, it definitely takes time and it's, and it's not for therapy might not be for everybody. Maybe it's poetry, maybe it's music, maybe it's, you know, something else, but I, I pray that you find it, that you find some way to be able to yeah. release some of these things that you've been holding in. Yeah, I hope so. It's a yeah. burden. <laughs> it sure is. It sure is. Yeah. 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 And they say a burden shared lightens the load. So <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, maybe putting your story out on the podcast will be the first, first maybe. part of that journey. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Because I, I, always, I really wanted to share these things because it's just uh, simple just whenever I see my friends talking about things which they have done and I feel like I, I, I want to talk I want to say and even though they know about the situation but uh, they have their own people who are really proud of them and I really miss those appreciation or just saying that we are proud of you I don't know like when I was going through all of it and still am, I never realized that what I am going through is not normal. What I'm going through is not easy. And I, sh- I, I was just trying to uh, swim. That's it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, about the shame thing, which you said, uh, I, was, I was actually feeling it uh, for years after my mom passed away, especially uh, because I was right beside her. And I didn't realize that she's no more. And for years, I was like, uh, if I knew that something is not going to be okay, then I could have just, I, I shouldn't have sleep and uh, talk to her whole night. Maybe then she would have survived. And it is a very weird thought, but I was blaming myself for years. When my dad passed away, I thought that if, if, I, if, I, if I just let him be, at home and not hospitalized him then he would have survived so yeah yeah playing that what if game or if only if only I if only this. yeah 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 that's a tough game to play and there's there's no <laughs> there's no winner of that game never <laughs> no <laughs> no well Shohini I normally finish the podcast with if there's a final thought or something you want to share with the listeners before we say goodbye uh, for thought, I will say that uh, I don't have any particular thought, but from my uh, own situation and from my own realization, I would like to say that no matter how hard days are, you just have to go on and believe in yourself because if you don't believe in yourself, there's no one who will. And uh, for in my case, there's actually no one other than myself. So just believe in yourself and just move on because life can never stop from, for any single person, even if it's, it's, it's your dad or mom or grandparents. 
you have to keep on surviving, I guess. Yeah. Wise words from a 23 year old. Uh, well, Shohini, like I say, I'm sorry that you're a part of the club, but I appreciate you sharing your story with us today. Yeah, thank you for this platform. If you'd like more information on my thoughts about the grief journey, please visit my website, www.yourgriefjourney.com. If you'd be interested in sharing your story on the podcast, please send me an email to daughterswithoutmoms at gmail.com.